What's up? It's your boy 911. You tuned in to AVG Podcast. You know how we do it. Let's get to it. So, on this episode, I'm speaking to the vets. Or if you're a family member of a veteran, or if you back the military armed forces like this country says it does. This is a podcast or a segment that you really need to listen to, spread the information, pass it on to other veterans and veteran family members, and um, let's make sure we make some noise about this and we're represented. So, there's been a lot of information floating around about the proposal of deductions or taking away the benefits that our veterans, myself included, I've mentioned a couple times that I'm also a military veteran um, that was hurt during my military career and suffered injuries that are ongoing and chronic. So this is personal to me too. Um, But they're threatening to take away the benefits that we sacrificed and served time for. Now, right now, be advised, be advised. This is just in the proposal stage. It's just in the proposal stage as of now, but it'll be going, um, I think it'll be presented at the end of this year going into next year. But when somebody takes the time to format and put out some of the information that I've seen as far as writing the bill up or what they're proposing for the the deduction, that lets me know that it has real steam behind it and that they are looking into it. Now, from what I gather is that it'll be effective for households over 100,000 or... I don't want to put out any wrong information, but look on YouTube. It has a lot of information on it. It has some uh, informational type videos. But if your household is making upwards of $150,000 combined income or total income, your deductions could be cut or taken away. And that's basically... seeming to me like they're penalizing the veterans for making a living for themselves. Because what if you have a small business business venture that fluctuates that this year it could have done amazing but next year it doesn't? What if you're working a lesser job because of your stress levels and PTSD or injuries that your supplemental income helps cover that burden where you won't have to take such a strenuous job. And most of the time when people come up with this type of stuff and this type of um, deductions and stuff, it's mostly from people that it doesn't really affect and they don't take all things into consideration, which I think went along into this plan. But with all the things that I see that go on with the upper echelon and the top percentile 
of earners in this country. Chairman CEOs of Exxon's and plane companies and I know you've seen the news just like I have of all the kickbacks and money they're um, privy to that's untaxed no penalties attached to it but white collar crimes always seem to be and I'm not saying it's a crime but white collar offenses like that always seem to be kind of glossed over because it's the top earners that's doing it so why, when you look for ways to bail out the country or to reduce the deficit, do you start with the people that served and made sacrifices to ensure these freedoms that you enjoy with these tax cuts? If you take your, um, your former president, 45, for example, yet to produce tax returns. And I think when they did, the last one that they had records for is he paid way less than people earning way less <laughs> than he's accumulated over his lifetime. And I'm not saying just the burden of carrying a country should be once you earn that much money or you've accumulated so much wealth that it's up to you to bail the country out that's the government's job yes I truly do understand that but I'm also saying is that in that same breath you can't put that on the people that serve and are just disabled and have mental issues from seeing things that you don't supposed to see in an everyday walk of life as a human being like your friend I have um service members that seen their friend getting blown up right in front of their face I've seen service I have service uh, members and I've seen where guys we're doing training exercises at NTC military um, base in Irving California drive off a cliff and you have a lot of other issues that you deal with with as far as carrying a rucksack for 20 years if you're uh, somebody that retired or amputees that's lost a limb during time of battle. And these are the people that you choose to carry the burden of picking the country up out of the deficit. This is where you start. Like somebody really has to make that make sense for me. So that's why I say when it's time for this to be proposed formally and brought to a vote, we need to be represented. The veterans need to have their voice heard. You need to be calling your Congress, making sure that you let them know that the veterans are not going to stand aside and just let this happen. We've risked too much being away from our families, being deployed, being put in hazardous situations, dealing with substances that we have no idea of what the long-term effect is. I deal with skin issues from um, gasoline spills and stuff like that. When I was in the military for my MOS of being a petroleum supply specialist, I handle fuel and ammo. I've always dealt with logistics. 
So we can't just stand aside quietly. When I send them, when I see them send aid to Ukraine and by the millions, just at the drop of a hat. Other war-stricken countries, millions at the drop of a hat. And now the people that you sent over, not Ukraine per se, because I know there wasn't uh, a part of the uh, coalition that we could fight, help fight, but we have sent aid. Financial resources. Other countries we've sent bodies and financial resources. So now, what you're saying essentially is after you've turned around and deployed us and put those put us in those hazardous situations, you now want us in retrospect to turn around and foot your bill that you're issuing out to these countries. And I know the price of freedom is high, but when you put your name on that dotted line and you volunteer, because this is a volunteer-based country on the military, this is not once you get a certain age, you're automatically put in service. I feel like that's a slap in the face. And I'm old enough to remember when Colin Kaepernick was taking a peaceful knee on the sideline in protest of police brutality how that was hijacked by certain members of Congress the president and other members of the community of, I'm assuming that are family members of veterans and that was taken as disrespect to the military And this was after the, the fact that Colin Kaepernick spoke on numerous occasions. And I know he didn't go into no long soliloquy and break down the plan like I know a lot of people wanted and what's the next step. But his main goal was to highlight police brutality. He even had backing from one of the, um, I think it was an ex-Navy SEAL or someone who kind of felt some type of way initially when he saw him doing it. But once... He and Kaepernick met and he, Colin Kaepernick, explained to him what his intent was and what he wanted to highlight and what he wanted to bring attention to. He retracted and said, you know what? I agree with that. I didn't see it from that vantage point. And he stood down on his stance because he knew it was not something that was done to disrespect our service members. And again, that should have been also taken as something to highlight what our service members have fought for, our freedom of speech, our freedom to stand, kneel, hand across the chest, however you feel during the national anthem. You have that right because of our service members. So what I'm asking and what I'm proposing is all the people that were beating their chest, you need to stand for the flag. You need to stand for the national anthem. 
I need that same energy when it's time to go to bat for your service members for this because this is truly a disrespect to your men and women that have served in the military. Navy, Army, Marines, Air Force. Now we have the space um, branch that has been newly found over the last few years. But, and I'm quite sure they're going to need some type of conversation from what they're seeing and what kind of training they'll be going through because Lord knows what they're going to see as they embark on this Star Trek, Star Trek type of enlistment that they're um, being privy to and the information they'll have. But if you want to stand up and say the military is being disrespected, this is the time. This is the time you take a stance and say the military is being disrespected. So my stand for the national anthem, my stand for the flag crew, you know who you are. Keep that same energy, man. Because this is truly an attack on us and a slap in the face from what we did and sacrificed being separated from our families, being in harm's way. This is truly something that needs our attention and we need to be on the front line for and we need to make our voices heard. So again, look on YouTube, look through the internet. There's numerous videos with people outlining what's going on. I just want to highlight if I have any military veterans that follow me and follow the podcast and tap into the show. I just wanted to be a, um, a voice that can spark you to go find information, to get more involved with it and kind of see what's going on for yourself. It's always best to get information firsthand. I like to spark the conversation, but it's always best to take what you hear, take what you uh, see. And do your own research. And make sure you get a full understanding of what's going on. Especially if it directly affects you. So again, this is just a PSA to all my military vets. All my brothers in arms. Take time to look about this. Um, look at this proposal. See what all it entails. Get with your Congress. Make sure that when it does come out at the end of this year going into next year that you're fully aware of however they try to hide it on a ballot whatever it's rolled up into when they try to sneak through because you know they try to do stuff like that they try to do slick shit where they sneak it through in the 12th hour in some back room in congress and they signed off on and the next thing you know your benefits are gone and i think that will put a lot of our veterans in a very dangerous space and this affects both sides of the aisle, Democrats and Republicans. So this is one thing we need to be, we need to have bipartisanship agreement on and know that we can't stand aside and let this happen. So again, I want to thank you for taking your time to listen. Make sure you get up to speed on that, gather all the information you can, make educated decision when it comes down to what you're looking at and ciphering through that information. And just watch your 12 and 6. Stay alert, stay alive. You know how we were trained. 
But as always, man, always visualize your goals. And after that, accomplish those visualized goals. Salute all my vets. 9-11. Go.